0: All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It, sis. I am your host Maya, and I'm here with my other host, Amanda. What's up, y'all? Um, yeah, so today we're gonna do a more relaxed show. I'm currently in Colombia on vacation, so <laughs> I didn't want to discuss uh, hard hitting topics today. Um, so Amanda came up with the idea to do hot topics, so I'll let you take it away, girl. Sure.
1: So uh, the hot t- topic ideas I got pretty much from things that were trending on Twitter um, this past weekend or week um, and one of the big ones was referencing new show I believe it's on Amazon Prime called mm-hmm. Harlem. I don't know anything about the show but <laughs> there's a clip of a woman getting her hair cut in a barber shop and one of the barbers says something like really inappropriate, like something like he was talking about sex he had with a woman skeeting on her Ooh, face. Wow. Something like that. Right. And so someone responded and I was Someone the who question. the
0: savage You mean like on Twitter? Oh, some oh, tweeter.
1: I don't know. Them. Yeah, on Twitter. So the one that went viral was he said the savage black male trope is alive and well since 1905 birth of a nation. Except this time it's not the KKK that wrote this scene. It's the black male misandrist. And they named the um I guess the producers or the writers Malcolm Lee and Tracy Oliver. FYI, in almost 50 years, I ain't never seen this happen. So at this point, it's like men versus women and gay men. Mm -hmm. saying that yes this happens in a barbershop and they're like no i've never seen this we respect women and children when they're in the barbershop Mm -hmm. and i don't know if you've ever had experience being in a barbershop
0: (laughs) um no i don't i don't know i mean like what was the purpose of the scene to highlight it to you know it was just written that way or like
1: yeah yeah it was just written that way I, i don't know if they were highlighting kind of the culture of barbershops again i don't know anything about the show Mm -hmm. but it really blew up with people kind of going back and forth Mm. um about how it's kind of trying to you know make black men look bad
0: i mean i feel like i don't know if it's trying to make black men look bad like i mean if that happens at the barbershop it happens at the barbershop right and i mean i've never sat in a barbershop but i don't know so i don't know but i've only heard like third party stories and the barbershops i have sat in when i had my little undercut were like dominican barbershops <laughs> so not uh-huh. the same experience but mm-hmm. yeah i'm not sure like i, don't, I I mean if this sh- if the show is written know. by black this men literally- I'm pretty sure that they know what's happening <laughs> Yeah it's written by
1: a black men It's written by a black men and a black woman and this other this another tweeter literally said that barbershop clip is nothing more than black people and blackface
0: despicable and I'm like is it that serious I guess I have to see the scene it's very hard I don't to- know man. I'm not going to miss it Yeah I don't know that clip <laughs> I feel like obviously I've never sat in a barbershop <laughs> so I have no clue uh, so I feel like I can't really speak to it but i do see that there's a lot of like back and forth on the twitter comments with people saying like this never happens in the barbershop and other people saying the only difference here is that you know somebody spoke up about it yeah so i have you know With having boys, I've been inside
1: barbershops before. I've never um, experienced something like a conversation like that. It can get a little rowdy. I mean, maybe like curse words, but I've never heard something like that so descriptive. So I get where some guys are coming from. I think at the same time, I think more women are like let's not pretend that you all care when women and children around when you're discussing stuff yeah i don't know if that's where they're coming from like generally let's not pretend men don't
0: you know aren't misogynistic. oh yeah like i think that's (laughs) definitely true like outside of the context of the barbershop like i've been around men i have grown up around men my whole life i you know have been on basketball teams with men and have been in group chats with men and have seen definitely like a ton of misogyny that they did not care that i was Mm -hmm. present because maybe I was seen as like one of the guys or like so I definitely think it happens for sure. (laughs) I mean like any woman has I most I'm sure black Mm -hmm. women have experienced men being misogynistic in their presence. That doesn't really have anything to do with being at the barbershop.
1: Right. And I guess I was thinking like we're we're rating the level Mm. of misogyny so we have definitely been in spaces where men are misogynists, but not to that extent which is sad right because we're rating the level of it i also think like maybe they were just but i don't i
0: also don't think it's it's like sensationalized like i've experienced i've been present when men are having conversations like this with the same words like not necessarily the exact same but with the same level of misogyny like so
1: yeah so have I I think maybe the stranger part maybe like like you said if some if someone sees this as one of the guys it's kind of like the norm and with a stranger but it's
0: also like i don't know but it's also like how many times do our men like calling women bitches in front of other women that they don't know all the time that's the same level of misogyny Uh, he might not be saying i've i whatever he just said in that clip was super vulgar but it's the same thing Like when and when men do that in my right. presence, I correct them. And th- I'm like, "Excuse me." Mm-hmm. And they always be looking at me like I'm crazy.
1: Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm indifferent. I definitely think it's on the culture of the barbershop. I think some barbershops may be worse than others. When you're in barbershops mm-hmm. to meet with like older black men, it's not the same vibe as being there with the, the younger guys. I think it just depends. But I do believe that when there are, for some guys, men and um, women
0: and children around, yeah, you can be
1: like, come on, of course. Too. Like, they have to tell a guy, like, Phil, there's
0: women yeah, in Yeah, I think here. it expands far beyond the barbershop. The conversation is just do men make misogynistic comments in front of women? Of course they do. And sometimes they get checked and sometimes they don't, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. And part about that is also who you are as the woman.
1: Like, are you, like, in this clip, this woman, he didn't view as, you know, trash. That you look like a man. Um, maybe he didn't value her, and sometimes men. Do yeah. That, where they it depends on if they value the woman or not. Yeah, I mean that's trash. <laughs> Does it,
0: doesn't doesn't matter.
1: Or whether or not they're going to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It seems sensational. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess I understand people's gripe, because um, I definitely don't think we should be portrayed in certain ways. But I it, what do you mean? The context of the entire show is someone blowing something out of proportion. Like, what if the show? based on that clip you would think this entire show yeah i
0: highly doubt yeah i mean i highly doubt it's the entire show (laughs) (laughs) and i think that in reality like these are conversations that go on maybe not in the barbershop but in life like it's not i don't think it's sensationalized i think it's reality but that's just me (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think men are saying... Right, I think men are saying in front of a woman.
0: Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Please. (laughs) I can... Yeah, okay. (laughs) Let me know who's believing that. I just think when it's on TV, it doesn't look too good. So they're not happy about it. But men are definitely having these conversations, and they're having them in front of women. Right. And that's
1: why... Yeah, and that's why... It's women and gay men versus straight men. Because they're like, we're not going to sit here and pretend we don't need safe faces. Yeah. Hey,
0: I'm not mad at it. Do what you need to do to feel safe. All right. Next hot topic.
1: (laughs) All right. So, you know. Nectot topic, it was it was sort of hot, but after I didn't know it was a hot topic. But anyway, um, this I believe the tweet came from someone was talking about Monica's uh, blue coat at Young Dolph's funeral. It was a cute blue coat.
0: Bye bye.
1: it tweet like funerals aren't fashion shows and a lot of people were like uh yes they are Did Someone said, "Oh, what sauna, black like a new black <laughs> and one person was like please come dressed up to my funeral and that's new a new black yeah I don't yeah, know what, don't that, know that, what means. that means and basically um well, when I hear the term new black I believe people are referencing people who didn't who didn't oh. grow up around a lot of black people or, or immersed in black culture okay, okay.
0: So, so they were calling Monica a new black
1: things. they're kind of like who does this
0: Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, no, no, everyone no, comes dressed nicely to funerals. Since when do you not dress nice for funerals? <laughs>
1: like, yeah. And I think for for a lot of Black people, especially um, baby boomers, like people I know at my job, when they go to funerals, yeah, they're, like legit planning their outfits like a week in advance.
0: <laughs> like, and so I was. I mean, it's not like you're going into, you know, the funeral, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm about to be fresh as hell, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know, like, for example, in Caribbean culture, I feel like funerals are more of a celebration of life than a time to mourn. So it's like a party. Like, why would we not not dress to impress? But like, it's like a party. It's like a time to honor that the person who died. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and like, why would you not? Yeah. If you like to dress up, like, where, what are you going to wear? <laughs> like, everyone does flashy things. I mean, whether it be chains and the Black American culture, I've seen funerals. And sometimes the women look like they got on club <laughs> Like, it's
0: the st- to me. Yeah, like, I mean, the st- I've so never I've been to a funeral where people have club dresses on, on. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, and I think, yeah, that. I don't know if I, I would agree with that. Like, I think that's probably not appropriate, but I, <laughs> I'm like.
1: Look, well, yeah, but it also depends on, like you said, it just depends on the person's funeral. They
0: may yeah, hey, if that was it, I'm like, all right, then. But I, mean, I guess you got to know your audience. You got to know the person who passed away. Um, you know, like I'm not going to go to my grandmother's funeral in a club dress. (laughs) You don't like, I'll dress very nicely. (laughs) But.
1: But I do. Yeah. (laughs) But like when my grandmother passed, it was, and I don't remember if you were at the funeral, but, um,
0: everybody. Sorry for the sirens. Oh, hold on. Sorry for the sirens. It's like, I go to Columbia and I can't get away from the New York sounds. (laughs) <laughs> but sorry go ahead
1: <laughs> i almost forgot you in columbia when i heard them I was like, yeah so like when my grandmother passed we all dressed up had her hair done we mm-hmm. lipstick, and we celebrated
0: this the is the jamaican we had grandma oh grandma babore no.
1: That's
0: oh, I don't, don't think I was there.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I I wasn't, I wasn't sure if you were there. Yeah, I can't remember if you were there or not.
0: So that's mm. how we celebrate. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, that's how she would want it to be. So I don't
0: mm-hmm. know. What do you think
1: about the term new black anyway, since we're like on the topic? Um, the idea that there's a lot of black people who didn't grow up immersed in black culture and then things like Twitter and HBCUs show people this rich way of living and for some people they either look <laughs> down upon it.
0: Well, I mean like I feel like that's a little problematic cuz it's like is the black culture all the same? Right? Like all black people have different experiences yes there are things that we have in common but like for example if your parents are caribbean you're black you grew up in america but you probably have a vastly different experience than somebody who you know grew up as a black american and even then there's sectors of like black americans some people grew up in the suburbs some people grew up in the hood so like just to say that there's this one black culture that everybody subscribes to i think is like not reality um and i think like okay so say you grew up in the suburbs right and then you go to an hbcu and you're experiencing all this black culture that maybe you didn't know existed before or you know just like it's very new to you i don't think that makes you a new black that just makes you a black person who had a different experience who's now having another experience right
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. I, I definitely think the term is used in a negative way when people are upset at somebody who Looks maybe thumbs their nose up at something that we consider the norm. Definitely, obviously, there are different levels to the black experience, but I do think just there are some. Yeah,
0: people,
1: they may have just grew up around all white people, and it's not their fault that their parents, you know, you know, had them. Maybe their parents um, didn't share some parts of black culture that they were used to. I think there are a lot of um, parents who raise children in the suburbs. And their children still, yeah, you know, still is immersed in their culture. I think it just, just depends on. How but
0: I'm just like all people bleep- yeah. It is wrong because it's like all black people are just not the same. Like that's weird. Um, like we we all gotta have the same. Like and the, my thing is, it sounds very much so like like people who try to fake like they grew up in the hood, <laughs> and like and people are like you ain't really grow up in the hood. Like why are you trying to? And I'm like, okay, like do we need to do this? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs>
1: i mean i get why people do that i mean i get why people who are from the hood and projects don't like people to pretend i don't i just think yeah in general we want people to be themselves
0: but then when you when when people be themselves then you're like oh it's that new black (laughs) like so can people really be themselves i'm like
1: Like, yeah, this guy doesn't believe you go to a funeral yeah. to fashion. Show. Mm-hmm. So he's a lot, you know, he's entitled to feel that. I mean for
0: sure. it's also Twitter, <laughs> kind of right? People always looking them. for somebody to attack. So <laughs> <Right. laughs> I can't get down with it. I can't get down with Twitter. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: no, it definitely brings a whole different energy to
0: social. Yeah. Media. It's, it's also just like, in general, like, like in cancel culture true. and is <laughs> intense. <laughs> It's, de- I mean, it's definitely, I don't know that it's real, like, exactly. for some people, I think it's real. For some people, the canceling definitely has, like, long-term effects and changes their entire lives. But I think, like, I think like a lot of times it isn't real. Like we're mad for that one day and we go in on that person and then we're over it. But I also, also just think it's super toxic. Like I just I'm like we we're leaving no room for people to make any level of mistakes these days. I'm like, boy, if you saw my tweets from 2007, good god, or like my 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 MySpace statuses, my anything that I posted back in the day, yeah. problematic, you know. But like I grew, I grew up. Like you know, people go out and they're yeah. finding tweets from 1962 and I'm like bro like do people not have space to grow
1: (laughs) yeah and I really Mm -hmm. dislike that about um, older millennials maybe whatever comes before millennials because I'm like we were toxic as I don't know what but we were lucky enough that we could delete our old stuff or yeah. we just weren't on social media as heavy for people to... <laughs> right. Imagine if right. everybody canceled us for yeah. we wrote
0: back in 2005 mm-hmm. or totally Yeah, bad. just they give mean, them some level of grace. Like, we're human. Bad. Like, that's but, that's I don't really know. I just really don't like what the cultures becomes. Yeah.
1: Especially when it comes to politics. Yeah, when it comes to politics and, like, race um, and history, and stuff, yeah. people can be such know it alls like, bruh, you didn't know this when you were in high school. You went to college, you read some books, and now you kind of sit on your high horse and then get mad. when like, Yeah, it's stupid. It's very stupid.
0: level of knowledge.
1: And, like, go in on. Them. It's like, I'm not. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm dead. Not yeah, I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> what are we becoming? I think about it all the time. Sorry for this next generation. We have, like, the highest level of, like, depressed you know teenagers, right, I mean. this is why can't even live your life these days, yeah, and from other teens uh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, and from other people they're on I age, mean,
1: young people believe, but yeah, but sometimes but to see grown women, women in their late thirties and forties, like on Twitter bashing someone younger for a
0: certain yeah, well, welcome know. to twenty twenty one,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think I'll get cancer.
0: I think it's, I don't think it's real for celebrities, but I think it's real. Like, I was watching a documentary um, of like everyday people that have been like caught up in the windstorm of like cancel culture for like very minor mistakes or things that were like misunderstandings and lost their jobs and like their source of income and like cannot get a new job. Like, so it does definitely affect people. It's definitely real. Maybe it's not real for celebrities who, you know, they have a fan base, but for real people that get caught up and then, you know delete this person they start calling their jobs and stuff it's it... well they i mean well i think this guy this guy they literally he didn't even do anything wrong they said he was making a like white power symbol he absolutely was not they twisted it he's not even white he was like hispanic he was latino and like they like twisted it into something that like literally did not happen and he lost his job yeah so i'm like it is real Well, maybe not it's not real for celebrities, maybe, but it's real. Oh, that sucks.
1: Well, yeah, I guess I can understand that, especially when something's misinterpreted. But I do think,
0: oh, for sure,
1: the field you work in. If you're online saying something crazy, you deserve to not be in that space anymore. Especially, I mean, when I see,
0: oh, for sure, I agree with that. But there's there's um, way too much room for error I online. Like Exhibit A. A. You
1: don't need to be working there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then I think I think everybody
1: and I'm <clears throat> has maybe not everybody has been online and if you were active, kind of been shamed. Mm-hmm. You went um, had a whole bunch of people. In your yeah.
0: For your thoughts. Yeah. I feel like I remember with you and the nail shop. Yeah. And that guy, that guy misconstrued was, my words like just bullshit. I was yeah.
1: Up <laughs> and that's not what you were. saying. Yeah, it's like so easy. And that that happened to me one time. online. I um I said that um I was talking about guys from the hood, and and one tweet one was like these black guys don't like to show PDA, and then like yeah. black guys and couples started entering my mentions, showing showing me pictures of them booed up, and I'm like. Bruh. I was like attacked for like two hours, and I'm just like, if you haven't been mm-hmm. a guy from the hood, then you can't tell me my experience. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, she's, you know, she being very specific yeah. on who she's talking about, but what I said got misconstrued.
0: I <laughs> didn't <laughs> Just say it to you. It's you. Just, Hilarious. Like, <laughs> I'm sure it was. I mean, but that was a general statement. You knew you was gonna be attacked for that one. Dang. Come on, <laughs> black guys from the hood don't know how to show PDA. You can't say shit like that. <laughs> Yeah. I though, I guess. <laughs> I'm dead. Because it's my that, experience and true. Little guys in the
1: hood just want you to roll yeah. and sit in the car and wait for them. They not Yeah, them. no, I feel that. Like, but I've definitely hood had guys,
0: hood dudes show me PDA <laughs> They are not called <laughs> channel. Yeah, and it, it I'm dead. I don't like, care if he soft. soft. He's the getting massages at night and you're not. <laughs> yeah no i feel that and then you say you have one more hot topic right?
1: so yeah there's no room for error that's okay Mm -hmm. so um switching to tiktok it's like it's funny how something could be viral on one platform and it hasn't yet made it to another but on tiktok There is um, some girl like Mm -hmm. DoorDash drivers leave food at the restaurant when they see that they're not getting a tip. And I was like, "Mm, maybe she's exaggerating. So anyway, she shows a a video or a picture of all these orders sitting there left because these are people who don't tip. And people are like, "Um, we tip you after the service. And then they're like, well, we're independent contractors.
0: I think it's trash. I think yeah. that's like a trash behavior. Like, why would you not pick up somebody's food? Because they're not giving you the tip that you want. I think ultimately the problem is not with people. It's with capitalism. Like, how about they pay you a livable wage? How about that? How about you boycott your job? <laughs> like, not not bring people's food and, and protest. What? <laughs> and...
1: Yeah, Miss Independent Credit, and I'm like, and I'm and I'm like, I hate to, I don't I don't like to make this generation, but my experience with working with young people like in the yes job, definitely my job, generalizing about work that they're just entitled, mm-hmm. and I know I'm generalizing because it's not everybody. It's some really good workers in their twenties. I do work with them, <laughs> but I just feel like there's this idea I can work when I want. I can leave a job every six months. I just, I don't like that culture of rear path. I feel like you have to show, you have to earn your way up the ladder. I believe that you should come in a job humble. And I know this has nothing to really do
0: with DoorDash driver, but she
1: seemed pretty entitled. She felt like she could have a job and just because she's upset at someone, she
0: doesn't yeah. Like, where does that come from? I don't know where like, that attitude, attitude comes from. Mm-hmm. Attitude. I think there should be like a happy medium. I think like a, a lot of the older generation just allow companies and places to consistently take advantage of them. Um, but like I said, it's misplaced anger at a customer instead of at the company. But I don't know where this like entitled behavior comes from. I think it's good that like millennials, you know, move jobs and grow and change. And like, you know, most millennials move jobs like what every two, three years, at least like the younger millennials um which I don't see a problem with. Hey, I mean like if it's going to grow your career, good job. But I do also believe in like putting in work. So it has to be like some level of happy medium. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying you be like me, but I do think you're not just going to come in a
0: job year 1 and be like yeah. if you didn't move up, you're ready to move on to another one. Yeah, but I mean like year 2, I think that's reasonable. Maybe maybe your is maybe in your sector you know, and you're, but I think that's, in media, I think that's pretty reasonable. I mean, in this, in, in this day and age, yeah, like, if you're at a job for two years and you're not really being rewarded for your work or your effort or anything, yeah, I don't see a problem with moving jobs. Hell yeah.
1: I understand. I could ask the part of being rewarded, but it's like, did you work for that, Or did you just come to a job like, oh, I got this degree, so they need to be paying me and they need to be, I don't know it just depends on your level
0: I would hope that the person would work for that but I do think that companies need to do more to like make sure you know that their company that their employees are satisfied you feel me yeah I feel like there's there's some level of like right in every way the general and every way each generation has done it there's like some right and some wrong in all strategies uh, any other hot topics or that's it Okay, cool.
1: You know, the whole, you leave your man when he cheats on you comment. (laughs) Like, you know, those are always going on online.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes, you do, sis. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, I'm about to go to the pool and the jacuzzi, baby. (laughs) Enjoy my last day in Colombia after I edit this podcast work never ends but yeah thanks for joining us guys do not forget to um, like us on instagram like our posts engage with us subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, leave us a review guys they are extremely helpful to us they help people find us on apple Podcasts. so yeah please make sure you do yeah and we will be back next week with the more hard-hitting topics see you guys soon bye